2: The best of the Joe show Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station Over the past 24 hours I am Dan Day and I am happy on this day I know you are too Because after all, it is Friday and the weekend is here It seemed like this week dragged on just a little bit longer But we have made it And the celebration is complete We're going to fill everything out with some good sound From Duarte and Crowder later in the show Here's a taste of that
1: I'm your boy, that's
2: what they call I'm your it. boy. Oh, I like it, I'm your boy. Yeah, we're going to kick it with them in just a little bit. Also going to be kicking it with the Joe Rose Show, talking to former Dolphins assistant coach and the new head coach at the University of Colorado, Carl Dorrell. Dan Lebatard show going to dive into some stealing, plus a whole lot more fun, maybe even some Huckman highlights and Crowder crowd pleasers like we usually do on Friday. But right now, some pleasureful diving in to the headlines, just in case you didn't know. The Panthers fell further behind in the NHL playoff race, giving up four unanswered goals to Toronto last night, losing 5-3. They play Chicago tomorrow, 6 p.m. at the BB&T. Inter-Miami CF will play their inaugural MLS match Sunday at LAFC, kicking off the adventure 5-30, out there in La La Land. The Heat are home tonight and look to end a two-game losing streak when they play the Mavs at 8. The Canes baseball team opens a weekend series tonight at home against Towson. The basketball team plays Georgia Tech tomorrow at 8. The Marlins are no longer undefeated in spring training after falling to the Astros earlier today, 6-4. The NFL has confirmed the Dolphins will play a game in London next season against a yet-to-be-named opponent. In order to be eligible to host a Super Bowl, an organization must play an international game once every five years. And now... It's a Friday. It's been a long week. It's time to relieve some of that pressure and take a step into the day spa. <sighs> a British man wearing a trash bin on his head, known as Count Binface, is running for mayor of London. Eh, probably better than a typical politician. An Ohio man has decided to go on a beer-only diet as his Lenten sacrifice. Two things. One, this is obviously a man of God. Two. Is this really a sacrifice? Nonetheless, much respect. Professional wrestling fans recently staged a match inside a Walmart. Sounds like a typical day at Wally World to me. Now on the weather brought to you by Hylia Park. Tonight's forecast clear with temperatures in the low 50s. Win $25,000 cash at Hylia Park Casino. Get free entries every Saturday and earn more entries playing slots every day now through March 21st. Grand prize, $25,000 giveaway, Saturday, March 21st. Visit HyliaPark.com for details. This morning I got up, and before I even got a cup of Joe, I listened to some Joe. The Joe Rose Show, 6 to 10 a.m. weekdays. They caught up with former Dolphins assistant, and now, Maine Buffalo. Carl Dorrell talking about his new gig at the University of Colorado. Then, he dives into Devontae Parker and some other players on the team and how he helped rehab them, not to mention his insight on the one and only
3: It's Magic. The University
4: of Colorado head football coach, Carl Durrell, is going to join us here.
3: First of all, congratulations, man. Uh, first assistant head coach, and, and look in there, and the next thing you know, you get a chance to be a head coach back out in the Pac-12. What has that been like over the last couple of weeks for you?
5: First of all, thank you so much for, for getting me on, and, and it's uh, obviously a great opportunity to be the head coach here at uh, at Colorado. But uh, it's been a few days. It hasn't been a couple of weeks. It's <laughs> a few yeah, days. Yeah, that's true.
3: And, <laughs> Sorry uh, about that. You're but, right. you
5: know, it does feel, it does feel like a, a couple of weeks so because <laughs> things are uh, going at warp speed but you know people were asking me yesterday about hey, how are you doing are you holding up i said you know it went from warp speed now it's just going around fast so i can deal with it but uh, it's been fun you know i'm hiring coaches i'm i'm getting a chance to interview and talk with the players in the program so i'm having a lot of fun thanks
3: it's funny because your guys played great this year your wide receiver group really especially the devontae parker story what a breakout year coaches being with him and and First, a lot of people thought he might not even be coming back, and all of a sudden he goes 1,200 yards and nine touchdowns. What changed with Devontae Parker?
5: I'm so proud of that man. I'm telling you, he's a he's a great young man that I got a chance to to help develop. And and the thing about Devontae is that he's he is he is such a. I think he's a charismatic kid. I think he he uh, is very passionate about his his craft and his game. And thing that I told him when we first got together about this time of the year last year was, you know, we were going to kind of erase all the, the the skeletons and everything that was kind of you know out there about him and just start fresh. And and you know, I think he really appreciated that. And he put a lot of hard work in in the off season. He he really worked on his game. And there was no my, there was no you know, in, no question in my mind at the time when we broke camp I knew that this guy was going to have a breakout season so I'm just so proud of him with all the hard work he's done and you know he just needed a coach that just believed in him and just kept you know bringing him along so I, I I'm just so uh, excited about him and where he's going because he still has a lot of upside
3: coach I'm glad you said that because I I, I think that's just as important, and you're so good at it. About Sometimes it's not just about telling a guy how to run a route or how you want to see it. It's about how you treat a guy, and I just think he'd been so beaten up that he'd lost confidence. The talent obviously didn't leave. You're able to get a breakthrough, including that game against Steph Gilmore, people almost forgot about. I mean, he chewed him up before he got He's his good. Defensive Player of the Year award. He said, listen, man, I'm going to go ahead show you how good I am. Don't you think that's part of it? you got to treat every guy differently, whatever they need?
5: It is whatever they they need. That's exactly right. You know, and that's why I like coaching so well. It's, it's like I have, I'm so passionate about it because all these guys have different personalities, different skills, skill sets. They're different sizes. You know, they're big receivers, small receivers. They're all different. And that's always a challenging aspect when you're a coach is trying to find those critical elements that are going to make them special. And that takes, a, you know, that takes some time. It takes some investment, in getting to know the kids, the things that are important to them. You're developing them, but you're actually, you're, as you're developing them, you're you're getting to know. Them in terms of what the intrinsic value that's really pushing them to be the best that they can be, and that's really the fun part of the whole deal when you're when you're in the coaching uh, aspect of things.
4: All right, let's stick uh, with your uh, wide receivers from last year. Also, what about Preston Williams? What a great story he was, and it just stunk that he got hurt because he was having one hell of a season, and he just looked like he was a budding guy, a guy that just was about to break out, and he did for a couple games. But that that a bit, that's nice seeing that kind of guy undrafted come in here and do what he did.
5: Absolutely, I'm, you know, Preston is a diamond, and he he's uh, he is just getting started you know obviously with this injury and he's getting over that and he's working his tail off to get back healthy and but he is uh, extremely talented he's you know I think he he had enough production last year that's kind of keeping him hungry leading into this off and getting healthy and kind of understanding the the aspects of the game in terms of what he needs to do to get back I, I think he's got a bright bright future as well so those you know having both those guys when they're healthy oh man that's going to be a tremendous challenge for a Lot of defenses because they're they're both extremely talented you know with with uh Devontae continued to his growth and you know ascension to being one of the elite receivers in the league and i think press is going to be right there behind him so they both can kind of push each other it's kind of my challenge i told them you know earlier you know when i was there about push each other you know you guys would need to challenge each other push each other so that in the end it's going to be a, a tremendous tandem that they potentially could be
3: you had a rehab year last year you really did not only those two and then you got a guy Albert Wilson... Who's coming off the hip and finally looked like he got back to his old self there in the second half of the year? Isaiah Ford running out of time gets a chance, makes all these big catches. I- I'm guessing most of your work was a lot more mental than physical with a lot of these guys overall because the group played so well. All five guys.
5: Part of any game is there is a mental aspect, you know, that the confidence, the you know, obviously the you know the work that you put in. You know, I'm a big if you talk to any of those guys and they'll tell you, you know, I'm big into and great fundamentals. You know, I teach that. That's like our everyday drills. I'm always going to just, you know, that's just what we do is to fundamentally do the things the right way with footwork and, you know, pad level and catching the ball and things like that. So those are things that you work on constantly week after week. But along with that is the confidence and the growth that these guys get as they get better and better at their skill sets. And, and that's what you're saying. You know, with Albert's case, him finally getting back close to health, close to being 100% towards the end of the year, I don't think he was really hundred percent even at the last game of the season. But I think he knew he was close and kinda his confidence was growing. Right. Just imagine when he is hundred percent that what he can do, because you saw flashes of that the second half of the season, Zay Ford was kind of a guy that's you know, he's been on and off the, the roster and going to practice squad and back and forth and then he makes some critical plays and some great games for us to win, you know, in the latter half of the season, you know, and it's all because it is creating that mindset for him about, you know what, you gotta be ready when your numbers called you know and he was so it's it's all those things you grant same thing so you know it's it was a it's a fun group you know I'm going to miss those guys because we had a strong connection they know what I'm all about they were all excited for me to get this opportunity here you know which was great and it was good to hear from from that standpoint I did tell them all that I'm coming back sometime soon I can't give them a date yet but we're going to have our receiver dinner so you know but it's (laughs) those are those are the things that I, I had a strong relationship with those guys and they mean something to me so but They're very proud of what I was able to 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 get in terms of an opportunity to be a head coach again.
3: We got to ask you about the guy, the other guy, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I've never coached in all the years, and we're around Chad Pennington for for a cup of coffee there. I never see anything like it from the way he related to the young guys, the way he act, uh, his leadership. Where does he rank for you of all the quarterbacks you've been around, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and what he did last year with that group?
5: I think, well, I mean, that's a that's a tough question to say where does he rank with. I've been around some really good ones. I mean, obviously, even uh, I would say Hall of Fame type, you know. So I would say Ryan, Ryan, to me, of all the guys that I've experienced, what's unique about Ryan is that I think his charisma, he's such a smart, bright, articulate player, teammate, peer, whatever you want to say. I mean, he. what his biggest gift, along with his physical traits, is how quickly he can gain leadership among any group in any area of a locker room. And he just has a great... Great personality. His approach to the game is simplistic, even though he's brilliant in terms of how he think, how he thinks. He relates to everyone as well as anybody that I've been around in my career, and I think he had a, a just. I think he had one of his best years from just from an adversity standpoint as a team and, and leading a team that was young, just staying positive, making the, those physical plays that he made. He made the throws that he made. He, he, I think he, in his mind, if you ask him this the question, he would think that this was definitely one of his more memorable years. Was it his top statistical year? No, but it was pretty good. But I think he would say – you know, in all aspects from what he's learned about himself and this football team that it was a very rewarding year.
4: Coach, would it take you 13 seconds after you accepted the job to start recruiting? Uh, how quickly <laughs> after you have to start making phone calls and DM and uh, possible recruits? I know we only have about a minute left here, but I figured it took about 30 seconds. Right, well, right.
5: It, it didn't take long for the decision when the job was offered that, you know what, this was this was something that I wanted to do. I mean, this was fun. This was like coming home to me. So that's that was one of those things that was just a blessing that uh, I didn't see coming. Uh, recruiting and DM, uh, DMing these, these players, the, the first players that obviously we're concerned with are the ones we just received from signing day. We have a great class, you know, that that's coming in that are excited about the future of Colorado football. So that was kind of the priority. But the other stuff in terms of the recruiting and, and in terms of for 2021, I mean, that's uh, we can't really do much of that right now anyway, but uh, re- spring ball is like in two weeks. <laughs> so I got some work to do uh, with getting our staff to Together and getting ready for that, so that's kind of what's on the biggest agenda item right now.
3: Carl, really appreciate it, man. I've through the years really enjoyed being around you, and you always been great with me, and I, I really appreciate it. And thanks for finding time. And if you're ever recruiting down here, let me know. I'm always good for a free dinner on the budget, the recruiting budget. <laughs> Sounds good, Joe. Right. I'm gonna miss you guys. All appreciate right. you. Thank you.
2: I guarantee at some point this weekend, Joe Rose is getting a free meal somewhere. He's just that type of guy, and you can hear him again. Monday, 6 o'clock, that's when the Joe Rose Show will resume. Of course, you can always download the podcast for that show, this show, or any of them on 560 The Joe by going to our website, wqam.com. Up next, we'll hear from what the Dan Lebitard Show had to say earlier today. Here's a little snippet. Dan Wetzel of Yahoo Sports wrote a story saying
0: that an alarming amount of people stole the pay-per-view, Tyson Fury
2: and Deontay Wilder. Thou shalt not steal. We'll get into that in about five minutes here on the Best of the Joe show. This is a special Friday edition of the Best of the Joe show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. You're saying what makes it so special is Friday. Come on, we're just having fun, enjoying ourselves. Going to have some Duarte and Crowder in just a little bit. Probably those Hawkman highlights and Crowder crowd pleasers. Kind of the week that was on the Hawkman and Crowder show in just a little while. But first, stealing. Is it black and white? Is it a gray area? Mm, Depends, I guess, on how it affects your pocketbook. The Dan Lebitard Show dives into that. Right now. Dan Wetzel of Yahoo Sports wrote a story saying
0: that an alarming amount of people stole the pay-per-view, Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. That uh, the digital sales were well above expectations, but cable and satellite sales figures were well lower than anticipated uh, because what happened was that everybody knew how to steal without paying the seventy nine ninety nine right. that it cost to watch that fight. And the thing I wanted to ask you and the shipping container, and you're a bad person to ask because you're fundamentally immoral Thanks. and you're okay with stealing just about anything, but I feel like otherwise moral people are totally fine stealing streaming. And I want to know how low the bar is on, I I believe that there are many people listening to this right now. Only thing they steal is streaming. They won't steal anything else, but streaming, they're like, It reminds me of my dad. My dad used to do this throughout my childhood. Throughout my childhood, we'd walk through a grocery store, and there'd be that whole candy area where there are 50 different kinds of candy. And my dad would just take one or two and walk around the store eating them. He was teaching me how to steal, and I thought it was stealing. Now, I was 38 years old. I thought it was stealing, and I would ask him, Dad, isn't that stealing? And he's like, no, no, that's what they're there for. Right. That's that's why they're there. So you come in, uh, and and you just take it. Now, my father is a thief. My father will steal things. I don't believe that people in our audience are thieves about anything else. But let me ask the shipping container. What are you okay stealing? Like, what are you okay willing to put your moral judgments down on? And you're like, look... This isn't really stealing. I'm not stealing this. You basically stole 79.99 from Deontay Wilder and uh, ESPN and 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 Tyson Fury. Well, Dan, technically,
6: if someone were to steal it, some of the streams were down because people got wise to the scheme. So we really only probably took about 25 buck because of the fact that it wasn't the entire fight that we were wow. able to stream. If one were to that's stream, a- right? So I think the streaming of a certain sporting event or a certain combat bad sports that you pay pay pay-per-view money for is about the bar where people who are okay with saying, hey, let me check Google and maybe see if it's there. If not, you know, I can try to do something else. What do you mean by steal, exactly? Like, if
1: I go and I find something that's heavily discounted and I use a coupon and it's a steal, does that count as stealing? Uh, Billy, (laughs) I'm not going to get
0: into the semantics of stealing with you. If you're supposed to be $79.99 paying it and you don't, you're stealing.
4: It's a fair question he's asking. Yeah, because you know how sometimes you see something like that's a steal, but I'm still paying I a couple Billy, bucks. Billy, I get the point is you're making. Stealing. Yes,
0: thank you for your point. I'm not saying a bargain. This is the best of bargains. Paying nothing is pure profit for you. So if
6: a friend of mine were to go to Publix and grab an empanada, and it costs like a $1.79, and then he strolls around Publix, and he spends like a, over $100 of groceries, but I eat that empanada, and I forget to put the empanada wrapping with the price thing. You've stolen. I just, I, I forgot. I, no, no, I didn't. My friend who told me about this, I'm just saying, like, is that stealing? If I'm stealing... Spending over hundred dollars. Yes, at it's not
4: stealing. Yes, no. of course no, no. it's stealing. Spending over hundred dollars. Thank I mean. you,
0: Stugatz, Chris. Seriously, uh, like honestly,
4: I'm walking around your supermarket. It takes a while. Nice little stroll through Publix on a Sunday. One of my favorite things. And I'm spending over a hundred dollars on my groceries for the week. And I take a piece of candy or an empanada. That's not stealing, a what? man. What What'd you uh, say? Whatever See, they're taking a pinata. No, 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 hold on. don't repeat on on it. Don't repeat it. Pinata. Empanada. A pinata. A, an empanada and a, a piñata combined. That's like delightful. Ooh. I, I got to tell you, I once had a birthday with a piñata, and I was very excited for it. This is when I was like seven years old, and my parents didn't realize that piñata did not come with candy. And so when we finally broke it open, rocks <laughs> fell out. Disaster, man.
3: That's one hell of a deflection, Nester got.
0: Uh It is. He, he, this is what he does. He's a master. Thank you, Roy, for catching that. Like, he will scamper out into some other way. You know what it is? I was diving everywhere. Yeah. You before know, what I thought what were Jolly is? Ranchers. Roy, Roy, rocks I, so I'll, I'll tell you what it is, Roy. I will tell you what you just caught Stugatz doing, and it's a mastermind move by him. He does it all the time. I want you to imagine what a deer does after the first shot is missed. Because God's because what Stugatz does is he just scampers like he knew we were going to dig in on him spell, him pronouncing empanada incorrectly. He oh, knew sure we were going to dig in there, yeah. and so he just told a great story that he's never told before, that we have no way of knowing whether it's true or not, but he's so good at camouflaging his track that when you miss with the first gunshot, he's all of a sudden telling you this great story that doesn't have anything to do with anything and distracts you from getting back to the original point, which you've lived too long in this market to pronounce that that way. Perfect. How did rocks get in
4: there? Yeah. <laughs> it's just the ceramic tile that's inside. You know, they have this ceramic that's inside. No. Oh, we that broke it broke oh, Yeah, no. no. Well, well, this piñata did. We broke it, all that broke into little pieces, and we finally don't... Dug- and everyone was diving for what they thought That's was great. candy, and That's it wasn't. Okay, and my parents, I'm telling you, bored until this day about it. Put it on, know.
0: put it on the poll, uh, Tony. And pinatas, I mean, do uh do uh, do pinatas uh, come with candy? Because I don't know the answer to that question. I imagine a whole lot of families are getting fooled if there's something in there and they don't tell you what's in there, and it's rocks, and you're taking home something heavy, and you're shaking it. The story Stugatz is telling me, I, I'm having a hard time believing it only because i can't imagine a pinata being filled with rock wait you didn't know that they came empty too you need to like provide the candy right i, I imagine that they came pottery. hollowed hollowed out right. is how i imagine that they come with without candy but not with rocks yeah they definitely don't come with rocks in them
6: okay
4: maybe not rocks but it's like pottery that's what's inside to keep the whole thing you know to keep it you know, in shape. I'm telling you guys that we broke it, and what came out was like broken pottery, ceramics. It was crazy. After I thought, a I quick thought it was search, a Green Jolly Rancher.
6: Yeah, after a quick search, there's never been a pinata actually filled with rocks ever. <laughs>
7: a
0: quick internet search.
7: <laughs> I was about to say that would make sense. You just emptied the pinata and put the candy in, but yeah,
0: yeah.
1: This this is a lie.
0: Mike, do you have uh, do you have access to a microphone there? What are you doing? Do you have any thoughts on what it is that we're talking about? Going back to stealing. The stealing of pay-per-view. What do you steal that you wouldn't otherwise steal because uh, you drop your morals and say, "Ah, I'll just take some streaming? Talk to me, babe. All right, let's go to commercial. uh... Let's just go to commercial. Oh,
4: jeez.
2: Deflect, deflect, deflect. For the record, I do not steal. Now, if you do buy the fight and invite me over to the house and towards the end of the night, you say, hey, man. Really great having you. Could you just pitch in like five, ten dollars? Since you got to enjoy the fight at my house and probably drank a bunch of my beer and ate a lot of my food, I'll be like, "Oh yeah." Speaking of deflecting, did you know Hawkman? He's on vacation today, out in Tampa. He and his son checking out some of the universities on that side of the state. So Duarte filling in with Crowder. Here's what you're going to hear in just a few minutes.
7: Your boy, that's what they call me. I'm your
2: boy. I like it. I'm your boy. Those my guys right there. You will hear from them five minutes from now. So keep it locked to the best of the Joe Show. this is the best of the Joe show, and that's exactly what we're doing. We are going ahead with some of the best audio that you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. Go ahead and give me a follow on Twitter at Dan Day Radio. And in just a little bit, gonna play those Hawkman highlights and Crowder Crowd pleasers. Kind of the week that was on the Hawk and Crowder show. What happened earlier today is Hawk was not in the house, he was out in Tampa his son, looking at colleges, going to food courts, eating all types of crazy fatty food. Instead, we got a guy who is anti-fatty food, Zach Duarte filling in for him, with Channing Crowder who lately has been on a diet. He must be really hungry. I'm talking about food a lot. Hmm. Nonetheless, we had those two guys in there. They were getting into it. They were having fun. Before we go to their sound, though, some big birthdays today. I'm going to give you a little bit of something from every type of aspect of life. Luka Doncic from the NBA, 21 years old today. He's playing like he's been in the league for 21 years, Duke and Ball, 21 years old. On this day in 1906, Bugsy Siegel was born. Bugsy, the gangsta. And then speaking of gangsta, one of my all-time favorite professional wrestlers, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, 67 years young today. Ooh man, Ricky, that man could fly. Time always flies when you got Crowder hanging out and when you got Duarte in the mix. Muscles get involved. They start muscling around, start having some fun. Oh, but they weren't done. They got into being each other's guys. Also, the Panthers, the Panthers, the Panthers. They seem to just sometimes be the Panthers. Hmm. Good afternoon,
1: South Florida. No Hawkman. That's right. It's your boy, Zach Duarte. Your boy. People are like, can I change that, that dial yet? <laughs> well, pretty soon we'll be on both of them. Your boy. That's what they call I'm your it. boy. Oh, I like it, Zach. I'm your boy. <laughs> Zach Duarte and Channing Crowder. I'm filling in for Hawkman as uh, Solana would write on the show sheet Hawk like a bird, not Hawk H O C H. Hawk like H A W K. He's I? the opposite of a hawk. I don't know. They're yeah. territorial
7: <laughs> predatory creatures.
1: What kind of a bird is Hawkman? He's what like a, kind of bird is he's he? He's
7: like a parakeet. Bro, a dodo, dodo parakeet. Bird. parakeet. Par- Remember those? Dodo bird? <laughs> <laughs> he, he's not predatory. You know what? Uh, yesterday we, or oh, last time, New York I was City? off Wednesday we coined a phrase, you know how there's outdoorsman, I love to hunt fish, I'm an outdoorsman? Yes. He's an indoorsman. What he's is that? He's more of a mall walker. He's more of a <laughs> Netflix watcher. He's an indoorsman.
1: He's like a cat. <laughs> cat ish,
7: <laughs> and he has a cat, and the name is Rocky, and it's ugly, and I hate him. Uh, yeah,
1: doesn't have a dog. No, he'll never. Oh, Hawkman's such a, a cat person. He, he has one. He really His is such a cat. And person. he kisses him in the mouth. He oh. sends
7: videos to me and Solana. I'm what? Not, I have a little dog. My kids made me get a, a
1: mini labradoodle. I would love to be in the Hawkman Crowder Solana group chat. Maybe we can make me a part of that.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Very offensive, that group chat. What but kind of
1: stuff happens in the Hawkman Crowder Solana group chat?
7: Very offensive. Just making fun of everybody. Well, well,
1: I'm in a group chat because I have, you know, my boys at night. I got, yeah. it's me, Rashad, Brian, and Vlad. So I'm the only white guy. Oh,
7: do so they kill you about it?
1: <laughs> no, I just I don't get a lot of the references.
7: Do you say laugh out loud whenever you just don't understand what I they're I just saying? don't say nothing. Oh, like, okay, yeah. Sometimes I, I just mute the so <laughs> Solana and Hawk are Jewish, and okay. I'm a Christian, and I'm black, and obviously they're white. and right. So. Very racial, very religious. Right? Is what, it religious? What are you, what are you what,
6: doing there? I'm just saying, man. That's what y'all do? I don't do anything like that. Bro, what are you talking about, bro? You're
7: gonna lie?
6: You're gonna slander me don't on air? Lie. Right
7: don't lie. Don't. One thing about it, well, I'm telling you, to make it in radio, you got to be honest. And you, bro,
6: you're lying. Well.
7: Y'all hurt my feelings nightly. <laughs> they hurt my feelings nightly.
1: Well, I don't get a lot of references, so because I'm white. <laughs> so
7: yeah, I hear. Uh, I hear y'all talking.
1: I'm white. White. Yeah.
7: You don't know the baby. The baby. No. Little baby. You don't. No, none no. of that. Huh? No
1: the baby, I don't know what that is. I know Solana knows what that is cuz Solana's all <laughs> plugged into that. Hey, uh what's new? The Florida Panthers lost again. Uh, hashtag uh #disappointment. That third period was garbage. Well, everything after the first 10 minutes was garbage. They scored three no, They scored 3 it was goals. Tied. Well, they Bowling scored into the third period. But they had they had a 3-1 lead in the yes. first period. And you know, I I'm over Bobrovsky. I am it's year one of seven. I'm over it, dude. <laughs> dude, dude sucks. You can't be over dude, it, dude. Dude sucks.
7: A, a top, I think he's number two annual salaries amongst goalies. Yeah, he's league.
1: number like 48 in terms of save percentage, though.
7: Yeah. Oh, he's, I think he got up to 48 because when I looked a couple weeks yeah, ago, he was, he, 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 was he, he was he wasn't on the top
1: 50 ranking. He is worse than half the league's backups yeah, in terms yeah. of save percentage, which has nothing to do with defense. I was like, oh, the Panthers' defense. No, the, the the guy's save percentage sucks.
7: Yes. We talked to uh, what was his name Weeks. We talked to a goalie that got drafted by the Panthers now. He works for NHL Network, talked to him Wednesday, and we we're asking about that, like the scheme, the uh, the defense in front of you, your defenseman, all that. Sooner or later, that little black biscuit's going
1: to fly towards you. Catch it in your glove. 28 shots on goal last night. That's not a bad job by the defense. 28 catch, shots, that's, that's average. Four goals.
7: Catch the little black biscuit. <laughs> catch it.
1: Just, just just put it in your glove. And the fourth goal was so annoying. Just squeaked through right under his armpit. Yeah. Oh, come on, Drop man. Panth- and you know what? This season is everything the Panthers have been for the last twenty years. Well, Quinville was supposed to fix that. Bravoski, seventy million. I don't put this that. on Quinville though. Like Ow, you- the goalie's so bad. But the coach has something to do with it. The, the-, the guy can't make a save, bro. He can't <laughs> make a save. Now we have. They to go to score sk- like five goals every game. He can't make a save. Literally, Crowder, you have to go to page two in ESPN goalie statistics to find him on every stat. He sucks. Well, maybe, and they paid him $70 million.
7: Maybe he, he has to get comfortable. He has to figure out you know, figure out the city. You know what? Maybe figure out the city. He's still trying to find his babysitter. Yo, 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 we gave you $70 million
1: his. to get comfortable. <laughs> and then they brought up this guy Drieger, and, and he got hurt, but he was great for seven or eight games. I think about it sometimes. There's a there's
7: a reason no team ever gave me seventy million dollars. I would have went crazy. I would give you seventy million. You give me seventy million. Yeah, you got seventy. I do not. I have seventy cents. Oh hell, I can a buy a you something from the that vending don't machine. Have it would give it to me. You can buy you something from the vending machine. Like all the women out there that I'm eye candy for. I told uh, you about that.
1: <laughs> we got to that too last night. <laughs>
7: no, bro, Bobrovsky, he he, he got to tighten up. I mean, he got to tighten up, dude. They're
1: they're a, they are exactly where they've been for two decades. Four points out of a playoff spot.
7: I listen to you all the time with the, oh, this point, that point, ha- goal in game, hand in game, whatever they say. But we're always right there worried. Like a good team, good teams, the Lightning right now, are their fans worried? Well, no, The Lightning Bruins, are on, their man. fans worried? Yeah.
1: We're always worried. We've been worried for half. I'm half not even worried. I don't care anymore. I'm fr- I'm over it, man. I'm over it. They're exact. Hey, they spent $100 million in the offseason. They hired the right coach. They're still four points out of a playoff spot. I live five
7: minutes away from the BBNT. I care because I go to a lot of
1: games. Like last year, most points ever for a team that doesn't make the playoffs. Was it 96? 96. Who cares? (laughs) Make the damn playoffs.
7: And that's what Robrofsky was here for. That's what Quimbo was here for. They still have a chance. I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up, Zach. I don't care. You can hate all you want to. I'm not giving up. They're going to figure it out. Really? Yeah, man. Ekblad, Huberdo. got rid of Trocheck. I liked him, but not because of hockey. Because we hung out on Las Solas. <laughs> like that's really weird. I don't know why. I love oh, that's him. that's a random nugget. I know. Yeah, <laughs> Tr- oh, Trochek
1: was always at American Social. What other what other Panthers do you hang out with?
7: Well, we're not tight, tight, but every time I went to American Social, Trocheck was there, and I go hang with him. And then- where did
1: he get traded to? Carolina.
4: Yes. To
1: See ya.
7: Maybe I can go up there. Carolina's not bad. You know,
1: Carolina can pull a goalie out of the crowd and still win a game. The Panthers pay seventy million dollars and they can't. The Zamboni driver. That was fun. They they win a game with the Zamboni driver. That's the team right in front of the Panthers in the wild card. And we give a guy seventy million. And he can't stop. He can't stop a nosebleed.
7: Hey man, the little biscuit's gonna head your way. Just grab it. Just grab it. It's a good analysis. Is it? it? Isn't that what <laughs> hockey is? Put the biscuit in the basket. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what is not is that not hockey, Is that? Uh, Put the little black biscuit in the basket. That's gotta, what
1: hockey is. Why it's gotta be black, bro?
7: Because the puck is black.
1: Oh, okay. Because right. the ice is white. It's racist right there. Yeah,
6: that's something that Solana would say <laughs> on the group chat. <laughs> All right, Solana, we got we got any headlines today? You guys were just talking about it. The Panthers bad loss yesterday in a pivotal game which could decide their playoff hopes. They lose five to three to Toronto. They're back on the ice tomorrow. They host the Chicago Blackhawks. Worst team in the NHL. 6 p.m. from the BB&T Center.
1: That better be a win tomorrow. That better be a win tomorrow.
6: Crowder, Crowder, Crowder do to you intimidate me. Crowder, does Crowder hear me? Do you hear me? I can hear you light now.
7: I'm, I'm messing with my little headphones, now, right. but I Because I you know,
6: I know we're having uh, some headphone issues. Yeah, <laughs> Zach
7: stole. He stole my community headphones. yeah. yeah, yeah. They're Everybody. actually they're Eir- mine. Early bird, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, really bird. Uh, I they're, about they're, not, they're not the worst team in the NHL, but they are last place in their own division. So, all right, they better win tomorrow.
7: They should, and they have to win, not better. They have to. They, they had
1: to win last night. That was a super important, important. game last night.
7: It's funny because you say that before the game, and when they lose, you reset your mind and find out what they need to do now. No, no, no. Forward. I told
1: you they needed to win last night. I didn't reset reset nothing. I'm resetting.
7: I'm not man. Listen, I'm not letting you do that to them. Come on,
1: Panthers. Come on, Coach Q. Wait, wait. I'm doing. They've done this to themselves for two decades. Bro,
7: Coach Q's veneers; his teeth are beautiful. That's so ran, random, guy. random. Point. I'm a teeth, and Jimmy Johnson's eyebrows, eyelashes are impeccable. What about, what's, I,
1: what's impeccable on me? What you got, Solana? Not even this fresh <laughs> shave of my dome.
7: yo, you, you know what? Your shoulder chest ratio is on point. Thank you, man. You I have a problem buying dress up, shirts, buddy. man.
1: I have a problem buying dress shirts. You are. Like, we, before the Super Bowl sauna, I, that was a brand-new shirt. I couldn't even
6: pit, put my hand over my head. Man. Yeah, you just looked uncomfortable. And speaking of the Panthers, Roy mm-hmm. Bellamy at the Levitard Show, he tweeted yesterday before the game, biggest game of the season for the Panthers, that is until the next biggest game of the season. But until then, the biggest game of the season, that's what it's going to be from here on out, right? Like, all biggest obvious. game yep. of the mm-hmm. season every single game because yeah. they got to catch up, and they don't really have a chance uh, at getting in in the wild card. So they have to catch up to the Maple Leafs to get in through the division. The Heat, though— They're not doing so well. They lost uh, a couple questionable games. They host the Dallas Mavericks tonight, 8 p.m. It's a back-to-back at home because tomorrow it's Brooklyn coming in to Miami as well. Tonight, though, no hero, no Myers Leonard. Luka Doncic, he's questionable, and it's his birthday today. He turns 21 years old, so the Heat, because of that, are favored by four points at home.
1: Yeah, they they couldn't
7: beat the Timberwolves without Carl Anthony Towns. (laughs) And Solana. I'm gonna tell you this again. No professional team cares about guys' birthdays. There's no coach that says, "Hey fellas, we're pumping it to Doncic because he's turning 21." What's his name? They have a scheme, Donkic? <clears throat> Luka Donkic?
6: It's it's it could be Donkic. It's Doncic though. Yeah. Yeah. Doncic. Ah, okay. whatever. Sh-
7: <laughs> I don't have certain certain words <laughs> in my my mouth to say. Shh, shh, shh. Not in my <laughs> mouth. Stop talking about people's birthday as professional athletes. Nobody scheming around a guy because it's his birthday.
6: He wants to show out in Miami. It's he, your birthday. He wants to show out.
7: Yeah. Who else was supposed to show out the other night that you said, oh, yeah, bet him.
6: Huh, he's going to go crazy. Fred Van Vliet. Yeah. Fred I told Van Hawk, Vliet. I told Hawk to go over on Fred Van Vliet. We do price picks. It's this app where fantasy point projections you choose over or under. And, Zach, I told Hawk, <laughs> it's Fred Van Vliet's birthday. Easy over. Wants to show out. National TV game. It's his B-day. Yeah, he was, like, 30 points under his fantasy projection. It lost Hawk, like, $750. 700 bucks. 700
7: bucks. It sounded good, though, Crowder. It did sound good.
6: Solana thinks Nick Nurse
7: looks at his game plan – Amongst people's birthday years and birthday dates and and months of birthday, coaches are trying to win. They don't give a damn when your mama and daddy had
1: you. I'm ar- just saying, uh, uh, seven hundred dollars? Seven hundred on if, Solana's advice. If
6: Luca plays tonight, if Luca plays tonight, uh, it's just B Day He's going to show out. I'm just saying. By the way,
1: uh, he are now tied for fourth with Philadelphia.
6: Yeah, but oh, Philly's about to fall off the cliff. It was my my next uh my next headline. Joel Embiid doesn't yeah. have structural damage in that injured shoulder, but he is going to miss. At least a week, which is uh, not good for Philly, but great news for the Miami Heat. Yeah, Philly's cake. Philly's done.
7: Simmons has nerve damage in his back, and now shoulders
1: hurt after breaking his finger.
7: Well, look, for, for Tobias Harris. You're telling me, Tobias Harris is about to carry this look, team?
1: Look, look, I, I don't just, like, right now, I think they have a four-game road trip right now, like, L.A., L.A., Sacramento, Golden State, but the Heat, man, the Heat are two and seven in their last nine, Crowder. Uh-huh. And, and and not against the Clippers, not against the Lakers, against Cleveland, Mm-hmm. Twice, Minnesota, Atlanta, Portland, uh,
6: Sacramento. The Clippers. You said no Clippers, but there no, was one, a Clippers one Clippers game. game. Yeah. One, one Clippers game.
3: Yeah. One Clippers
1: game.
7: And with the adjustments, man, the trade deadline was what uh, was eight games ago. They're two. They're two and seven. In the last nine, but they're two and six since you don't, the trade you don't, deadline. It,
1: like you don't need to make excuses for losing. I'm to not the t- making excuses. You know the Heat bro. this season went zero and two against the seventeen and forty Minnesota Timberwolves. Let me let me let me explain. I've been married
7: now for I'm oh, going on eleven years. I know any any situation that me and my wife head into. I'm talking about from Netflix shows. She loves to watch that political crap, all the, the politics stuff, and even that she knows I don't like to, so she'll ask me. Can I watch my shows? Because she knows in the morning she's going to go to the, the CNNs and all that stuff to watch the political stuff. If you go get a new wife, if I go get a new wife tomorrow, are you, a, are you still with that old lady we talked about last time? Uh, different one. It are with a different old lady. Yeah. So you're poaching all the vultures. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not easy to shoot a vulture, bro. I'm a cub. <laughs> I'm in demand. If you go find a new old lady, you have to relearn her 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 situation. Learn what she likes, what she doesn't like. You have to relearn. They're relearning the new lineup. Suppose relearning Crowder, relearning Iguodala,
1: relearning how not to play with Justin. Like
7: it's a relearn. Every everything has a reset period, and I'm giving them some reset time.
1: Do, do you know who made the game-winning basket the other night against Bam Adebayo for the Timberwolves? McLaughlin Jordan McLaughlin might as well be Sarah McLaughlin's brother.
2: Ooh, a little burn on the Heat right there. But what I like more is that if you need help with your old lady. Talk to Crowder. Crowder is a wealth of wisdom when it comes to old lady help. Mm -mm -mm. Mm-mm-mm. Relearn your old lady. Now, if you're saying to yourself, self, I love the Hawk and Crowder show. And I like Zach Duarte, but I need my Hawk. I need my daily dose of Hawk. I got you. In fact, I don't just have a daily dose. I have a weekly dose, compacted. Into two and a half short minutes, better known as Huckman Highlights and Crowder Crowd Pleasers.
4: Huckman Highlights. Highlights. Crowder
1: Crowd Pleasers.
0: Crowd, crowd Pleasers.
1: Bienvenidos al Hockey Crowder Show. Brought to you, you in, in
7: Miami. Miami.
4: Hi.
2: Time, oh,
4: love, and tenderness.
2: Is this Yacht Rock again? Nah, man. This is driving down A1A going to uh, Chick fil A.
7: My wife's pregnant. Where should we go to have my baby dual citizenship? Oh, Hawaii. There's a highlight. They got blue eyes. That tricks you a lot of times.
2: That blue eye- And he uses them. Yeah. Look at the way I'm looking you. at you.
7: Why do you like to play this look at me game? Look at the way I'm looking I'm
2: at you. I'm not a fan of this. To the place I belong, West Virginia.
1: Mountain Mama. Ay, ay, ay. Que so?
6: Zach Johnson, Cameron, Triangle. Triangle.
1: West
2: Virginia, Mountain Mama, take me home. That's the highlight of my day.
0: America,
6: take down Canada. Freedom. And by Golf Miami Dates, Patron Card. Patron Card. What you're feeling right now, guys, are those north-northwest winds coming in <laughs> at 15 miles per hour. And yeah, that'll, that'll sneak up on you. All right. Thank
4: you, Julie Durda.
6: Mmm, delicioso. Who are you? Are you kidding me? You've never been to Jackson. Growing up on the mean streets of Palmetto Bay, we spent very little time in have You ever been to Jackson's? No. Oh, oh. Let's get to our extragen five-day forecast on 790. The chicken, 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 chicken. 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 <laughs> The NFL PA's executive director, Demarie Smith. Confident players will approve the DeMaurice. new CBA. The new DeMaurice, CBA. Demarie. Now can you name all four Beatles fig?
5: I am not going to do that. Are you kidding me?
6: Finally, a new study found that half of women say their sex life is distressing. Oh, I believe that, because nobody knows what I know. <laughs>
7: You ever seen me naked?
4: Ooh, Ooh un crowd or crowd crowd sir. Aye.
7: Well, A late night game? You know he likes s'mores. It's not late where he is. He likes s'mores, man. The man is going to eat some marshmallows and chocolate Keep talking uh, crap about Zion Williamson.
2: That guy is feeding it to you like Tyson Fury fed it to Deontay Wilder. And, and he
7: wants it back.
2: <laughs> Can I get
7: some of those, those, those sandwiches? Who the is Jarvis?
6: Are you kidding me? You ever seen me naked? Freedom. I'm pleased.
2: Crowder is dying alone on that hill against Zion Williamson tonight. Zion and the Pelicans play again against the Cavs. Not going to take it for granted. Of course, last week, the Heat gave it to the Cavs, then got it kind of back from the Cavs. So once again, not saying too much, but pretty sure Zion's going to ball out. At least I'm hoping that much. Hoping the Heat ball out tonight. They got back-to-back at home tonight against the Mavs. Tomorrow, Yet another game against, ah, they got me on that one. They are going to be playing tomorrow against, and I didn't write it down. Oh, 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 oh. Nonetheless, Spo got the team into practice today. Talked about getting back to the fundamentals. We've been better. We've certainly been better with our details. Look, look, we went through that process earlier in the season, and then we really worked on it, and then uh, felt like we were super confident and comfortable. Uh, executing against it. Uh, and then now with the little bit of the moving parts, we just have to be a little bit more mindful of the details and fundamentals uh, against the switching. But we've proven that we can be very good against it. I like the backtrack to Spo right there. A little bit of pop music going on for him. Just a little run away. Hopefully the team is not running away from the challenge that's going to be faced tonight against the Mavericks and tomorrow against the Nets. Both of them home games Back-to-back tonight, 8 o'clock tomorrow, 7.30. I don't know. Lately, Miami sports been acting kind of strange. The Panthers, uh, the Heat, uh, maybe this is the weekend. Call it Get Right Weekend. The Heat win the back-to-back. Panthers, they win tomorrow night against Chicago. Chicago's terrible, the Blackhawks, so hopefully they can get that win. And the rest will be history. We'll say, oh, remember before Get Right Weekend, we were worried about everything. Then Get Right Weekend came, and we got right. Hopefully you do get right this weekend, not just sports-wise, but life-wise. I know I'm going to get right. I'm going to go to the gym and then get really right, if you know what I mean. And I think you do. Follow me on Twitter, at Dan Day Radio. I will get right again with you Monday night, 6 o'clock. Running back some of the best audio that you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. You know what it's better known as? It is better known as the best of the Joe Show. Later, slug.